You're listening to Winging It with Spencer and Andrew. Don't overthink it. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I am Spencer Hayward. There is Andrew Dorothy Reed. And uh, far away is Jacob Jerome Poitras. I believe he's in the middle of a, a move. Uh, he's moving from his condo to his house. So uh, that's swinging it. And uh, that's where we're at. I spilled my cold brew. <laughs> Did I say killed brew or cold brew? You said cold. Oh, okay. So I was kind of confused. Fudge. Man. But- I didn't even want the cold brew at four o'clock, but I said I know. do it for the vibes. Uh, what is that? Even Se- seconds before we just started recording, you even said, I don't know if I need one. Ah, you know what? No, I'll do it for the vibes. <laughs> Although, speaking of vibes, it is from Good Vibes Juice Company. So, no, it's not. Yeah, no, it is. Not. Yeah. Good Vibes Juice Company. Yo, what's the vibes? Uh, good. So um, that was a good intro. Yeah, Jacob is here with us elsewhere in another in, in another spirit kind of realm. Um, I don't know if we can like eat, like. Yeah, I mean, do it for the vibes, but four four hundred and twenty milliliters or twenty. You probably spilled about twenty of those milliliters. Um. Yeah, I don't. It's know. all over the place. It's hard to say since I'm terrible with numbers about things so um it is all over my mouse pad um and desk so um well you know what let's let's uh that's unfortunate but let, let's bring let's bring you out of that um yeah come on let, yeah let me let me show you something get, with you. Get me so out of here yeah listen here listen here so lift me up uh so i've been listening to elevate um to the podcast recently like to to our one? our episodes uh, not this to- one we're doing right now have you already heard this episode in the future i have an idea of what this episode's about but i truly (laughs) don't know the essence (laughs) okay um so i've been listening to some of the past episodes and uh i got it it's not terrible oh thank you terrible thank you yeah uh, no honestly andrew you're actually doing great you You um pat yourself on the back that's a nice compliment you gave yourself and i (laughs) and jacob it's not terrible yeah that's really nice it's nice of you yeah mm-hmm. i mean i could say it's fantastic but i'm just saying it is not terrible and that is exactly what it is not terrible not saying good not saying average not saying bad it's just not terrible so okay so like my dad he does this annoying thing since as long as i've known him as my dad where you'll ask him how something is and the way that he says it's good is by saying it's not bad You'll be like, oh, right. how was your steak? Not bad. How was the Suns game? Not bad. How was the drive here? Not bad. So does that mean it's good? When you know, somebody I've says that? Those. I've thought about that. Because that's how he describes things. It's either, it, it's not bad, which I think means good. Or he doesn't say anything. So that's, that's, that's just it. Like I think the expression of saying not bad or not terrible insinuates some kind of like good meaning behind it. But really, if you dissect the words, if someone has um, English as a second language reads that and says not bad, literally like, it means, okay, Oh, then that's then, 
good. Okay, it's not bad. What is it? You know, it's the opposite of bad, or it's what is just it? it's in between. Not it's like not terrible, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not bad. Oh, so because like when I say something's not bad, I mean that it's like pretty mediocre. You know, yeah, like your idea of the the steak. Like your dad says it's not bad. Well, like if if you gave me like a really good, I, I and I think your dad might be this person. If if there's nothing like really noteworthy about it. Mm. I think the, yeah. just the go-to will be like, yeah, it's good. Not bad. Like, it's not bad, you know? Yeah. But if it's really good, it'll be like, damn, this is really good. Or like, you know, it'll be either not bad or just really other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Just like super hyped. like, whoa, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm very, yeah. I'm very expressive. So like I always find, I, f- I feel like I always find the right word to describe how I feel about something. So like if I really? say something's not bad, it's like, oh, it's not bad. If I have something that's, excellent i say it's excellent if i have something that's good i say it's good and i kind of work my way through those adjectives to describe how i'm feeling about something so if i have a if i like i had wagyu steak that was incredible that's how i would you describe that it. i wouldn't say wagyu steak was not bad i would say it was incredible but if i make my own steak it's probably not bad like i've had better steaks like it's fine you i can never cook a steak i can cook it oh yeah yeah, and, and they're not bad, right? They're not bad. I mean, like, what am I buying? Like a sirloin from Farm Boy, putting it on a barbecue. It's fine. It's the same steak I've had a million times before. Like, there's Chop nothing it up, to try it. Yep. Y- yeah, it, yeah, I could do that too. But like, when you have wagyu steak, okay, that's incredible. It's not just not bad because it's not no, bad. Yeah, it's incredible. Who's ever said uh, waifu steak is just not bad? How is that the only thing that they're describing? Yeah. No. Is your are you do you have a waifu uh waifu girlfriend? I've heard that be like an expression that people in your kind of community use to describe something, but I'm not quite sure what it actually means. Oh, I, I don't understand the term. Not to say that your girlfriend's that, because I don't know, but I just meant like I've heard that expression. Like you have a wa- a waifu or waifu. I thought we were talking oh. stakes. Yeah, but now we're we're talking about like a community that I think you're involved in. Or, or passively participate in or actively um, like waifu or wa- waifu. I'm not sure. W-A-I-F-U, I believe. Oh, um, yeah. Weird that you jump on this conversation. It's out of nowhere. Are you aware of the expression? Are you aware of the expression? No, I don't believe I've ever heard the term. What does oh, it mean? Waifu is a term for a fictional character, usually in anime or related media, that someone has great and sometimes romantic affection for. <laughs> I didn't know that's what it meant. I just knew it was related to like girls. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah. No, I actually didn't know what it meant. It's not raunchy, but it's like, yeah, you know, it's. Waifu like, refers to a fictional character an anime fan considers a wife or a husband. Oh, oh. that's very specific. So like, like when they, that, people that have definition. those pillows, yes. they say that's my waifu girlfriend. And it's okay. like, ooh. Okay, know? that's ooh. more of what I was kind of picturing when I, when I hear that term is those, those pillows or like, like the mouse pad with the boobies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, anime the, boobies. the one that you see. The, the anime right titties. Yeah, I was one. honestly looking to get one off Amazon. The, you don't have one yet. No, not yet. I've been hoping to get one. Yeah, because you might end up falling in love with that mouse pad. And I will never leave my computer ever again. Yeah. I mean, you really, 
we don't already, but like that would make it even worse. Right. I, I'm I'm hoping that that's COVID related. That I'm just in front of my computer all the time. Uh, if COVID does pass, then we'll see if that's like true. You know, if I'm still here, you know, <laughs> one hand on the one hand on the keyboard, uh, the other, who knows? And um, so I've been listening to our podcast lately. <coughs> and uh it's a very it's not bad it's not, it's not bad, bad. <coughs> it's not bad you know it's uh it's actually interesting though a lot of the times when i am listening to it because i do forget about like what we talk about because uh i think we've said before these are pre-recorded they're released like at a later date so i forget the conversations and when i'm listening sometimes i'll i'll hear someone say something i'll be like oh like wow this is a perfect time to introduce this joke right and then you or you know jacob will come out of nowhere and just boom pop a great zinger in there and i'm like oh awesome that's like exactly what i was thinking and uh it's comical so what you're saying is we all have pretty good chemistry yeah we do have good chemistry i always loved when people said that do yeah you have good chemistry I, I i enjoy that immensely yeah it's I would nice, say so. It's a nice compliment. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad compliment. Small eyes here. But uh, you- I would hope so after, you know, well, you and Jacob have known each other for over how, how, how long? Like how many years? Like uh, 2009. So 2012 years. So 12 years. And I've known you guys since for six years. When did I first break into your apartment? When did I first meet you? Well, see, I'd like to think that we met before you broke into our place. And then it was that kind of, you took advantage of that comfortability with me afterwards and then proceeded to break into our house. But before that, I actually, I met you through you walking through, I believe you walked through the front door, I would assume, although I'm actually not quite sure. But I'd like to think that uh, you actually did walk through the front door, perhaps. Um, although again, I'm not quite positive on that. Um, but I do remember. Yeah. So that's, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Cause I, I'm trying to rack my brain from like our, you and me, like our early days and like, you know, when we first met and like how we started getting closer and all this stuff. And it's frustrating that my brain, I don't um, remember either. We were, yeah. So the only, I think I've told you about this. I definitely have. Well, I'll share it with the viewers at home. Um, I got you, this was at the poor point where you were breaking into our house. So you were downstairs playing, right. you were playing somebody's computer, Jacob's, yes. I guess. Yeah. And I just got home from work. Cause that's when I worked in the afternoons. Mm-hmm. I got home, I got like promoted or something at work. So I brought home like four, like you can buy Guinness in the four pack. Yes. And I was just like, Oh, I'm going to like celebrate. I got four Guinness. Right. And then. I think I got a little high and I went downstairs to you and I stood in the doorway of like the entrance to the basement and you were like, you know where that computer was, right? It was like probably 30 feet away. Oh, I knew where the computer was. Yeah, you knew where that computer was. And I kind of stood there was like, oh, hey, do you want a Guinness? And you're like, oh, no, I'm good. And then I'm like, oh, and you're like, yeah, how was your day? And I'm like, oh, good, good. Yeah. I uh like got promoted. You're like, oh nice, man, nice, congratulations. And then I was like, oh, because I felt because I was high. So I thought that I was being really awkward. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, 
no, this this conversation co- sounds completely natural. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> oh's I'm, and like I'm like, how do I leave now? So then I left and I went upstairs. I'm like, yo, Jay, I feel I'm like, I think I made Spencer uncomfortable. And he's like, why? I'm like, I don't know. I was really high and I feel like I was awkward. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, Spencer wouldn't. He's like, no, that guy. No, 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 no. (laughs) And that's the only, but I don't remember actually ever meeting you. No, I don't remember. There was no formal introduction. I think I probably walked out of my room and you were probably sitting at our table playing Yu-Gi-Oh. That's just it. I only knew you as uh, Lindsay's cousin. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh was a big part of it because we all just um, bonded over that at the table and we'd all have to duel each other. And I was like, oh, who's this guy? I have to duel him. I think I learned, <laughs> I think this is what the creators of Yu-Gi-Oh initially intended. But like you and I probably like our friendship blossomed over Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Which is like really well, funny. Yu-Gi-Oh was a way that like we were 21. No, we were 20 year old. How old 22, were we? 23. 20? No, we weren't that old yet. I was that old. No. Wait, yeah. this was in 2000. How old? In 2000? No, we were like 20 years old. Really? Yeah, because it was... How old are we now? It was six years ago, so we were 21. Oh, 21. Yeah, so, so we weren't that old. We were 21-year-old... <laughs> 21-year-olds um, sitting around, most of them living on their own for the first time. Yes. And like a different mix of people because like um, I didn't know any of you guys. I only knew my cousin who roped me into living with them. Um, and they really only knew each other for a little bit as well, right? They didn't know each mm-hmm. other for that long. And they all moved in together. So we all had like tried to kind of find ways to like bond, right? So at first, the ways we would do that was smoke a bunch of weed. <laughs> We'd smoke a bunch of weed and then Jacob would make us watch some ridiculous shows on Netflix. That while hasn't we all, changed. While we all sat there high out of our minds, totally uncomfortable around each other because now we're watching God knows what the fuck he is showing us on TV. Something mm-hmm. uncomfortable or strange or bizarre. Um, uh, and then somehow I think because when Jacob moves, he moves his entire life possessions with him. When, when he was moving into that house on the first night, he was walking in there with m- m- motocross equipment When's the last yeah, time? Yeah, he was big into that. Yeah, but when's the last time this guy sat on a dirt bike? You know what I mean? That's what Four I'm saying. Four years ago. Exactly. Five years ago. Exactly. So this guy's moving his moves with his life's possessions wherever he goes. So um, what happened was, I think we ended up opening, I think there was a coffee table downstairs, I think. And I think we were going through it for something or whatever. And someone was like, ooh, ha ha, I found a Yu-Gi-Oh card, guys. That's so funny. And I was like, oh, ha ha. And we all kind of laughed. And then I think somebody went to their room to get their Yu-Gi-Oh cards that they had from a kid. And all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute. And then I went to my room and found mine that I had as a kid. And all of a sudden we were like, oh, what the fuck? Um, And then it just kind of like was a way that somehow brought us all cohesively together. Um, Which didn't last long because then somebody moved out like two months later. But um, after, but still throughout that, you know, um, Yu-Gi-Oh was like a way a way that brought these twenty-one-year-olds together and so, formed kind of like whatever it was. And then yeah. you you had played as a kid as well, I would assume, right? Yeah, I think I brought a majority of the cards to the table. Yeah, because then all of a yeah. sudden you would walk out there, and you, that was a gigantic kitchen table. 
It was huge. a great table. It was gigantic. Like, that, was a, sorry, that was a grand That table. was a grand table, and it yes. was just covered in cards. You couldn't see the actual table. Half it was of them covered with bong water. Or... It was covered in, <laughs> in ashes. It was covered in ashes. Oh. It was covered in bong water. It was covered yeah. in tobacco. It was covered in, you know, rolling papers, uh, empty, many, many empty beer cans, uh, mm-hmm. uh, spit bottles, like dip bottles. Oh, um, we love the dip bottles. Uh, and then, you know, when we started... Accidentally drink one. <laughs> we started to migrate the cards into, <laughs> into binders. So then there was these giant binders all over the tables. Yeah, um, sleeves. Tins, tins sleeves. Um, mm-hmm. Usually dirty dishes as well. Um, yeah, lighters. Lighters. So when you think about this table of how big it was that it could hold all of that stuff, not well, but what you would do is sit down and you would just kind of put your hands out on, in front of you and spread them out. So you had an, just pushed all the junk to the left and to the right. And you just gave yourself enough space to put down five cards in a row. <laughs> and, then, and there you go. And that was it. Too, uh, too deep. So and that's kind of all you needed. But it was kind of like, you know, you need the shit clearing stick from Trailer Park Boys. When Ricky needs to get into his the car. Shit stick. Yeah, the hockey stick. Yeah, just Bubs, hand me right. the shit clearing stick. <laughs> and then he just wipes everything off the car. That's what you, you know, needed it, with that table. It was, uh, it's actually an interesting way that, like, um, now that I think about it, like, Yu Gi Oh was our way of, like, bonding, becoming friends, yeah. which you see in the show a lot, you know, like two people that don't know each the other. The show's all about friendship. Friendship. Exactly. Damn. Yep. It really was. And uh, it worked. Yeah, it translates into real life, you know, and like looking back as a kid, the way that I made friends, like, you know, you meet your cousins, you don't see them for like, you know, twice a year, you're just kind of like awkward. And then as soon as you start playing video games together, I found that was our way to like connect Mm -hmm. and like do stuff. And now that I'm like thinking about it, like Yu-Gi-Oh was our way. So there's always like a medium. I think mediums are good. Um to like you know bring both people together like you mentioned that you are going on a date soon with someone to the movies so i imagine you guys will go see this movie you guys have just met yeah you go on this together you finish it you watch together and you go do something after and then you have something to talk about because right. you both like, experienced well, you it have and to then have like something in common up, right? to bond over right i think that's and it that's I think the whole point really like, tough could you imagine not, like do the opposite you know? imagine if in that house and including yourself if you know, we're all sitting there and it's like one of us goes, this is stupid. I'm not doing this. They would have alienated themselves from it. Right. They would yep. have excluded them mm-hmm. their own self. So even people like our, our other friends who would come over that weren't into Yu-Gi-Oh, they would at least sit down and pretend to try and duel or like, you know, they'd be like, oh, make me a deck and I'll try it. But they wouldn't just sit there like. This is dumb. But then again, at the same time, we're kind of assholes for like alienating them or making them like have to well, convert yeah. to like our thing. It, it, yeah. you know, either way, it doesn't really matter. But I, I totally agree. It's because like these days I was at a party uh, for Halloween a couple weekends back. And it was interesting because I only knew my buddy that I went with and the um, the the two girls that invited us. And I don't, I don't even know them that well. Right. But I, I knew my buddy. So it was interesting because now that I'm looking back, it you know how you go to parties, you don't know anyone, you mm-hmm. don't know the dynamics, most people know each other, and you're trying to like fit in. I find the majority these days of what people's go-to conversations are, are what are you watching on Netflix? And let's talk about alcohol. Those are like Uh-oh. the two things. And yeah. those are like the commonalities because everyone watches TV 
And if you're at a party, you're drinking alcohol. So it's yeah. like, oh, like, what do you drink? Oh, I can't do that. Or, oh, this is so good. And then it's like, hey, you want to do shots? And then, you know, and then things build from that. But I would be really interested to see two people meet with no pre like a uh, full blind date. ideas. Like a full a blind tr- date. A I would love to go date. on a blind date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to go on one. Yeah. I think it would be so fascinating. Like, just are, like all you know hey. is their first name, right? No first names, nothing. You don't even know their first name. How do you? No. Okay. Wow. Because then uh, that gives the opportunity to kind of like attempt to creep, or like you know, what if it's something oh, like? I um, see. Yeah, I guess. So. Uh, Navneet. You're thinking, okay, that's more Indian. Navneet. So kind of like who's Navneet? Uh, Navneet was a uh, my like uh, a nurse that trained me when I was out in Toronto. This is a real person. Yeah, she she's awesome. So you went on a blind date with her. No, I'm saying you can't have a name because then you can like think of these things like, oh, oh. then she might be Indian. So then you kind of like build some stuff up in your head. Right. You have to I meet gotcha. in the moment. Names exchanged, if that's what you want to know, if that's one of your first questions. Me, I don't want to ask a name. But I uh-uh. feel like I feel like that's what they do. Like that's the whole point of Grinder, the app, is that you anonymous, anonymously meet up with people. You don't know like their names or anything. And then you just, I mean, in that case, it's not really a date, I guess you're having relations sexually but that's a date well then there you go so that's kind of so you should get on grinder and get going on those blind dates you won't know their names or you'll just know what they look like or what maybe their butt looks like or penis i think grinder's got a bad rap i i I think it's more it's you think it's it's similar to tinder oh okay yeah, but okay. for sure, more success rate in terms of <laughs> right, meetups, right, right. <laughs> I would say Tinder has the next. I would say mm. you know high meetup ratio, right. and then from there, I, I don't really care. But right, yeah, that's that's my expertise. But like Andrew, let, let, let's just say you and I meet. It's like, hey, um, oh, that's a nice shirt you have, Andrew. But then again, I know that that's your favorite shirt, and it is a nice shirt. But mm-hmm. be like, oh, nice shirt, guy. What's uh, what's all time low? Are you feeling like? Are you are you in a bad mood? Are you sad today? You want to wear your sad shirt? You're I, I wear low? I wear my expressions on my <laughs> chest, like that fucking octopus that's all over social media. I'm mad. They flip it. Have you seen that thing? No. Okay, good. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Good. I don't want to know about it. <laughs> good. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm wearing my mad shirt. I, I would say to you, nice um, personality, sir. That was a nice compliment that you gave to me, young man. Thank you. And then I would part ways and not continue further with that conversation with you and personally. I would follow you from a safe distance. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what I do to you next? What? I observe you for weeks on end. Okay. Study your habits. Mm-hmm. Scavenge your trash. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. What do you throw away? What do you keep? Mm-hmm. I once accused an ex-girlfriend of mine of cheating on me. It turns out she was. <laughs> yeah? How'd you, how'd you find that out? <laughs> How does that go from the office? <laughs> yeah, I know. Dwight. <laughs> How does that go? Because uh, they weren't. What? The joke is that they weren't dating, right? Yeah, but he thinks they were. Yeah, because she was his ex-girlfriend and she, he said that she was. Mystery solved. <laughs> Mystery solved. I couldn't tell you. I, I think that's when he's trying to figure out if Toby's if, or, um, or if Oscar's actually, sick or not. Yeah, Daryl, I think. Oscar. Or, or Oscar, yeah. 
because it's sick day on like right. September cleaning, but they clean in like right. January to get ahead of September clean or spring cleaning. And that's when God. they he's like out with his roommate, Gil. Yeah. And then he ends but up watching a movie Dwight with them. Mm-hmm. One favor redeemable by me at any time. Man, I wish Jacob was here because I actually did that to Jacob. I gave that to him for a, a birthday gift. Uh oh, really? An, a, yeah. a redeemable favor at any time of any of his degree? choosing. Wow. It's it's actually a sweet story. We were in grade um ten or I think grade eleven, and I gave him ten bucks. It was an auto shop class, and then I wrote on a piece of paper. So there's ten bucks, and it was folded into a piece of paper that said. I owe you one favor, redeemable by you at any time or place of your choosing. And uh, our art shop teacher ended up calling us out. And he's like, I've been friends with this guy 30 years, never given or received a birthday gift from him. And I'm like, okay, that's great. I was just, you know, we're doing our thing over here. That's, that's <laughs> good for you, guy. But <laughs> he's got okay. his own trauma to process there. <laughs> yeah. So I gave this to Jake. And then I assumed he would have just thrown it away. But uh, that summer going into senior year i was visiting my dad in bc for a month and i was contemplating like moving out there and stuff for like my senior year and just like getting away from the you know ottawa and whatnot you know teenage stuff yeah get away from it uh, yeah yeah and then jacob uh he gives me the slip before i go and he says uh, i want you to come back and i'm like wow what i know i know what I know I would have loved to hear Whoa. him like, talk about that because I remember that and I haven't forgotten about it. That is so wow that I didn't know that's where that was going. Right. Yeah. No, it was, it was a it was, it's, it's a nice ending to the story. It, it didn't end up being about sex or anything. Oh, naturally. Stories do. Naturally. You know? That's where I thought it was going was he something wanted dirty. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Wanted a blumpkin from you or something. Yeah. Right. But no, no, it was really uh, it was really sweet. Wow. That's so, so nice. That's so mm-hmm. precious. Jakey's yeah. a nice boy. We'll have Jacob to get, Jerome Poitras. We'll have to get his uh his his recollection of it uh uh on the on the next one. I think he's gonna be on the next one. I'd like I'd like to think that from his point of view, it was like a complete opposite story where he like <laughs> gave this back to you and was like, What the fuck? I don't want anything from you. What? You're going to BC? Okay. Have fun. <laughs> I have my own life to live, man. Like, don't be so needy. I don't know. I, I would. I, why would I call on? Why would I call on you? I don't want anything from you. <laughs> okay. Well, now he's starting to sound a lot like my dad. So <laughs> <laughs> he gave it back to him. Goes, you should just give this to your dad, maybe, and see. You know, maybe you need to keep this. Yeah. Good. Good luck. You need more luck over there, pal. <laughs> yeah. Do gots to say. Um, you wanted to talk about your, I wanted to talk about it too, uh, your leather jacket that you're Me? wearing. Yeah. Oh, um, I am wearing a leather jacket. Um, because I have a very, like, I don't ever think like there's a very few select amount of people who can pull off a leather jacket. So I, there's a lot of people who wear them, right? But okay. there's very few that can pull them off. So like one example, I always, it's very, it must be, it's definitely a thing. When you watch stand-up, there's a lot of stand-up comedians who wear the leather jackets. Oh, the thin leather jackets. Yeah, and I always, yeah. I always thought they look they they don't look like people that can pull off leather jackets. They're up there being goofy and funny. That does not represent a leather jacket to me because I think of the Fonz, who was cool yes. and calm and and a, you know think who was motorcycle cool. cigarette. I don't think of this 
jackass on stage making dick jokes. I don't think they should be like to me. They are insulting leather jackets when they wear one doing stand up. I don't think they look cool. I don't think stand up comedians are cool. I think they're funny, right? So like they should just be wearing regular clothes. They shouldn't be wearing a leather jacket. When I see a leather jacket, I think of cool. I don't think of these jackasses on stage. That's right. And leather jacket comedians, I'm coming at you. Just to clarify, your your definition of cool is the fawns. Bitch. Well, I mean, it's like an iconic kind of look, right? Like he, like his leather jacket and stuff, right? Like that's kind of the iconic, like pop culture leather jacket, you know, or like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I follow that point. So, yeah. So if you're not like on a motorcycle or smoking a cigarette on the street, some greased hair, you know, in the mafia. No, you, you don't can't have, wear the jacket. No, you don't. Have, in the mafia, mate. was the fonts in the mafia? That'd be a good conspiracy. Yeah. Fan I don't know. I feel like theory. it's like an, an Italian been, thing, you know? Yeah, Arthur, Ar- Arthur Fonzarelli. Um, no, you don't have to be on a motorcycle or anything, but I definitely feel like, you know, if you're wearing a leather jacket, you're doing it a disservice by making jokes on stage as a comedian. I, I make jokes every friggin' sentence. I, I Well, I try. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether they land or not is another question. But I, I do jokes all the time if but, you don't know me. So this is and what I, I think this. I think what I mean is like it's cooler <laughs> to just wear it and be chilling right. than it is to like be wearing it like they're wearing it as like a, they're like, oh, I'm going in front of a bunch of people. What's the coolest I can look? And then they end up to me looking the least coolest. Oh. It's like to me, it's like they're dressing up. It's like if they're going to. I don't know. Like they're like, oh, if I'm, they know all I'm eyes going will out. be on them. Well, no, it's like to me, it's like it's such a weird. It's like they're looking cool, but they're not cool. So it's like they're dressing up because they think that'll look cool because they're going to be in front, like to look good. But it's like it's like you're dressing up to go to a hockey game, but you're wearing a suit. Like you don't wear a suit to a hockey game, right? Like you don't wear a leather jacket to do stand up comedy because you're not cool. You're a goof. You're funny, but you're not cool. It also depends on their shtick. Like some comedians can come from like, you know, uh, not a tough guy, but, you know, like uh, a traditional man's man, like Bill Burr. Bill Burr, I could see wearing a leather jacket. There's someone like John Mulaney. Yeah. Yeah. And then see, and he knows that because he wears his suits and he he wears suits really well. Yeah. So like those people are aware, like John Mulaney's not going to come out in a leather jacket. But this is like it's the to me, it's the comedians who aren't cool. Who like the lesser ones who are wearing these leather jackets? I'm like, yeah, like the stupid yeah, Jim Jim Jeffries wears a leather jacket. That yeah, dude he's is kind of so like uncool. a cool guy. No, that no? guy is so not like he's funny, but he's not cool. He's just a pudgy Australian dude who says the c word all the time. He does say it quite right often. He's he's just a pudgy Australian guy. He's not cool. Yeah, he's funny. But he's not, I don't think of him as cool, right? Like, I don't think of him as, you know, he's not cool. Okay, so I think what we're we're getting to is that if you have, like, a strong um, masculine presence, then I think, uh, because, no, no, because, yeah, like, when you're, like, being goofy and comical, mm-hmm. like, you know, you're being funny, you're open, you're, um, you're, you're more, I, I don't know, I, I, I would see as more vulnerable. I feel like if you're, like, the tough guy, slash cool guy that's wearing the leather jacket and is like telling stories about his dad hitting him or like, you know, it's like, Oh, what up? I, I don't know. I can't really do that. It's not really my shtick. Um, 
What? Like, that's that's the that's what I'm getting. What up, ma? Ma, my dad used to beat me. So I got this other jacket. That's a classic stand-up comedian bit from like 1990s. Like let right me, there. Let me bum another cigarette, ma. Let me bum. <laughs> I'm eight years old. Let me bum a cigarette, ma. <laughs> I so I I'm currently wearing mine. Yeah. Uh, I, so I I've told you the last like few episodes we've done. I've tried a couple new things. Like traditionally, when we started this, we would have a couple of drinks throughout. We'd have like one or two on the side. We'd have a drink going through it. Just makes us a bit more loosey goosey. You know, we're doing something new as times progressed. You know, different life stages. I was doing. I was drinking water. I wasn't even having anything. I was like, you know, just finishing my shift. I'm like, all right, let's do an episode. Uh, lately, you know, I think the last couple I've tried to do like a couple weed pills, to, you know, get me in like a looser mood, but then I just, I couldn't think of anything at all. No, those this were time around, bad. well, I'm actually about to go after this. So I just have everything ready and I'm good to go as soon mm-hmm. as this ends. But at the same time, I'm like, Hmm, I wonder if I can pull off the, uh, you know, uh, like, you know, looking confident, feeling confident, acting confident kind of okay. persona. Okay. Right. Right. right? Um, because what is the expression you, uh, you dress for the job you want, but that's not the expression I want. It's, um, you are what you eat now, look good, mm-hmm. feel good, something like that. Something maybe. like that. Look good, yeah. feel good. I don't know. You know, it's, it's, uh, like if you're going to have like a lazy day and like, you're kind of sad, you're going to be in your pajamas or sweatpants or something. Right. Mm-hmm. If you like every, every time I need to work out and I don't really have energy, I will dress up in workout gear like shorts and like a sweater or something or not a sweater a workout shirt whatever and then i actually have the um energy yeah to go work out so i'm like all right put a leather jacket you know let's wear some uh you know let's look let's look good you know whoa, do my hair whoa 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 you got the wife beater underneath flashing the guns Sheesh. Sheesh. you want me to do a little twirl for you a little twirl Sheesh. a little masculine twirl Oh, the black pants too. Sheesh. Look at that! I think I right. Your flies. When you want to? Yep. Yes. 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 It is. <laughs> That's because I was up to some extracurriculars before this. Nice. 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 All right. All right. All right. I know what you mean though, because like if I dress nicer for the day, even though I work from home, I like feel more productive and want to be more productive. Yeah, right. So if like, you're just in your pajamas working from home. Yeah, I don't feel as productive. Like I'm still com- I'm comfortable, but I definitely don't feel as productive. And like at first I was kind of I would I would laugh at like because like we've been working from home for like two years almost, and there's people who I know who like still dress up every day for work. And I'm always like, why would they do that? And then I've done it. And I'm like, oh yeah, maybe this is why. You know, like they're dressed up in dress pants in a in a dress shirt, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, they're still working right. just because they're yeah. from home, right? Doesn't mean they should look like I just wear it. Then like nobody's ever said anything because like, like my I've always worked in offices where you can wear whatever you want anyway. So you could wear jeans and a t-shirt to to the office. You don't have to dress up anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, and like it doesn't matter if I wear jeans and t-shirt to the office. I don't feel less productive because I'm at the office. But at home, if I dress up, I'm like, oh, I feel more professional. I feel more productive now. And I was like, oh, yeah. why are these people dressing up every day? And then I'm like, oh, they probably do it just for that reason. And like to separate their like work from home life because then they can go change into comfier clothes after and be mm-hmm. like, oh, I did a good job today. Now I can relax. Whereas I, I just wear the same clothes and go, all right, good day. 
<laughs> Good day. Bye. On, on to the next thing. It would be interesting to see like some kind of psychological study on like how people act when they're in certain um, like out, outfits or uniforms right. or suits or whatever. Like, I, I feel like that plays a big part into, you know. Well, it's like, it's definitely true because like. If you're going out, like if you're going to go on a date, you're going to look a little nicer than if you're, you know, just chilling and hanging out with some friends, probably. Right. So like, you know, you've got kind of like those reserved clothes that are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to look nice today. And then you've just got like your regular clothes. And then it's like you've just got like your whatever clothes for just chilling. Right. So it's definitely a thing like you want to look like I definitely believe like look good, feel good is absolutely a thing. Yeah. I, I think yeah for sure and i think i need more of that uh because a lot of times for me it's scrubs than pajamas and that's like a lot of like nurses is like scrubs pajamas hashtag nurse and, life am i right nurses hash, hashtag night shirts see you tonight sisters hashtag nurse life am i right sound off in the comment section below are you hashtag nurse life shout out to all nurses who are listening to this and non-nurses too, but mostly the nurses. Shout out to everyone. Yeah, but mostly the nurses. Mostly. We're not, picking, we're, not, we're not picking favorites here, but mostly. I'll pick favorites. Yeah, mostly. Not all. Mostly. Shout out. Sound off below as well. Um, hashtag nurse life in the comments. Um, and let's go team hashtag nurse life versus team hashtag non-nurse life let's see who wins in the comment section below winners will be chosen next week so get your hashtag nurse life in below so what were you saying no it was a good bit um i i don't know man i'm, I'm gonna start dressing up nice more now see how i feel not to say i'm not feeling nice but i'm just saying maybe thing, yeah right yeah 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 you're chasing, mm -hmm. you're chasing that high, you know. You're chasing that, always chasing the high. Chasing that high, you know. Uh huh. You know me. Right now, you're even drinking water out of a mason jar. That's pretty uh, different. Gin and tonic. Oh, well, there you go. That ice, makes ice melted. How old is that? Has that been? Is that fresh? Um, or it's not like from last night, right? Yeah, I was having gin talk last night, just yep. drinking the rest of it right now, you know? That's why. Yeah, that's, what that, that's what that is. Is it, though? No. I don't know. No. That's no. why I'm asking. What? How little do you think of me that I'm actually going to do that? Not that I... Well, I mean, you just top it off with a fresh ice cube. What's the difference? Uh, the tonic would be as fresh, hold itself together, you know? Yeah. Like... Like, so this is something I've lived with some, a roommate before and they always left their food out okay. and then would eat it, a, you know, oh. two days, three days later. But like it Whoa. would sit out. So exactly. So I don't know what fluid, like what that does to fluid, but I know like meat, for example, food, after yeah. you cook it and it like cools down a bit, has like sauce six, it in the fridge. Has like six hours of outside time. It has very little time yeah. to stay out before bacteria even like, starts. I think even like three hours or something. I think even six it, hours less than is three like hours. the maximum. Yep. You said six. I let it slide. But like it's like, you know, your body's like 100% water. Shut the fuck up. 
yeah, it's it's like whatever time it is, it's not long, like you said, like less than six hours, three hours before bacteria starts building. So I don't know what it is for fluid. I wouldn't do that. That's gross. I do a lot of gross things. Wouldn't do that. That's just like hey, you've you know, gotta, in the morning. You've got to have limits, you know. Toss it. Yeah, and that that's I guess that's mine. Yeah, I'm very paranoid about that. Like, I will instantly put something in the fridge because I don't want to have to go back and like worry about it or deal with it another time. Like, I'll instantly just slam it into the fridge, forget about it, move on, carry on, and we good to go. Slam it. They just slam it right into the fridge, you know? Yeah, just slam it in the fridge, and then you're done, so buddy. Yeah. Don't yeah. think about it. Forget about it. Like, you don't want to get food poisoning. That shit uh, hurts. No. And I am a big believer in um, introduce your body to as much as you can to help it, you know, see different things and build up immunities to all these other things. I'm not trying to say you can build immunity to food poisoning, but like, you know, I've, I've pushed the envelope a few times. I've eaten a few questionable pieces of food back in the day. I've gotten sick after eating a bad piece of bologna with mustard and really? I paid for it. Yeah. I felt crappy for a couple of days. I missed a party. It sucked from a bad piece of bologna uh, or bad, a whole pack of bologna a bad three pieces of bologna <laughs> yeah that's what i thought yeah. <laughs> these are the these are the university days where like it was my first year that i moved out and i didn't know like because it you know no one's making me food anymore you know i can't go out every day and eat food so i bought bologna and i'd eat it with mustard just as is as lunch breakfast lunch and dinner right i think it was more a snack mm. i didn't really have meals like i would just eat a can of peas with sriracha Oh, <laughs> that's, yeah. I mean, not good. Come on, there, you must have had some questionable meals. In I your mean, like there's Come not on. there's not knowing how to cook, but then there's that. I don't know <laughs> well, if I didn't know how to cook. I know, but I mean, you didn't want to like maybe put those peas beside some chicken breast or something. Uh, no, because then I'd have to cook chicken. I don't know how to cook chicken back in this day. But I'm self-taught, but I started learning in first year of university. So I wanted the basics. I'm like, all right, canned food, produce, no meat. That's why, that's why I don't cook meat to this day. I just don't know how. And I refuse to learn. You don't want to just slam it in the oven, hit that shit at 400 for 25 minutes and call it a well, dinner? Yes. I, I, I do know how to cook chicken like that and other things. But eh. I seem to recall us eating some ground beef that may have been left in a vehicle for about 12 hours <laughs> yeah yeah and not getting <laughs> sick though uh well there's a lot of alcohol involved who knows what sickness was attributed to what but i was fine i didn't get sick it's like no? I, uh, we ate ground beef that had been out for 12 plus hours i wasn't sick it wasn't a sunny day it was kind of like a rainy day it was kind of cooler yeah, but it was still the summer. It was still warm. It's not like it was. It wasn't August that. Yeah, it wasn't that cold. Um, <laughs> it's not like it was the winter where it was minus thirty and it was frozen. It was, and you had carried yeah. that ground beef around for a week. No, for the day it was in the. No, no, no. no. You had you had acquired that ground beef though. Oh, a like, week like before. Days later, yeah. Uh, just under a week. two weeks before you've been carrying okay. around about 14 pounds of cooked ground beef about everywhere three months ago. Yeah. You, everywhere you went you would go does do we need ground beef for anything because i need to use this for something i got some ground beef in my trunk do you guys want some ground beef because yeah. it's already cooked 
seasoned, ready to yeah. go. And it was really good on those nachos. It's really good. My really roommates, good. Um, they're from down south. They know how to make some, uh, they know how to cook some meat. Yeah, they made some really great ground beef. A fuck ton yeah. of it. Because that was their leftover ground beef. And it was a, yeah. the biggest container of ground beef I've ever seen. And that was their leftovers. They were making like empanadas. Yeah. And this was like the leftovers. And it was a full like. It was a foot lot. Tub yeah. Of, <laughs> they definitely fun. overdid it on the ground beef front. Like that's probably that pub of ground beef was probably worth over 25, 30 bucks. Literally. And this is why I don't cook meat. Cause like, look at these guys, they can make it so well. I wouldn't do that justice. So when I have the opportunity to eat that kind of meat, sure. I push it a little bit. I, you know, wait, like I try and eat it over the course of a week. You want to like, save your good. And like, I can't make this. So like, when's the next time I'm going to get a friggin' 14 pounds of cooked seasoned beef. So, and I thought I'd share that with you. You're welcome. I appreciated it. It was good. You made the, what did you make? The beef uh, stroganoff? Beef stroganoff. I mean, it was yeah. good. It was good. It hit the spot at four in the morning. And uh, the next morning at 9 a.m., 10 a.m. Yep. Yep. Didn't get sick from that somehow. It's good. Although the next day, I didn't eat one bite of food. Yeah, you told me that. Until, I was kind of worried. Until the you. next day. I wasn't hungry. <laughs> You're satisfied. I guess so. I had my beef stroganoff breakfast, and it was good. Man, I, I it's so simple. There's a lot of foods that are just so simple. Literally, it was just mushroom soup, beef, and noodles. And I love pasta so much. Oh, so great. Right. I was just talking about the bow tie noodles yesterday. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm all out. Mm, you're gonna have but to. Was, you're gonna have to try and get some. I think so. I think so. I uh, I'm also gonna be moving on to egg noodles soon. Uh, I'm not a big fan of egg noodles. Really, I love yeah. egg noodles. Really? Yeah. I like rice noodles. Okay, well, yeah, rice noodles, but you can't have tomato sauce with a rice noodle. Oh, That's but just... you can have it with, I don't think it'd be good with egg noodles, would it? Yeah, yeah, it's just as good. I don't like egg noodles. Something, something weird about yeah. them. They don't have, like, it's something with the texture. It's too, they're too soft or something weird. Well, That's what I like, but I, I know what you like. You like those chickpea noodles. Yeah, those ones are good. Those are really good. <laughs> Those ones are really good. You know, you like a little, little bit of protein, a little bit of chickpea. I clearly don't know how to eat them. I just ate the whole box. Remember I was telling you that? Right. Yeah. Well, You're the like, box is deceiving because like you don't get a lot in it. No. Like it says four servings, but really it's two. It does not say four servings. Does it not? Does it say two? Does it say four? Because I, I can't believe I ate four servings of pasta in one heaping load well the thing is it's so filling that the fact that you were able to eat it all must have made you feel pretty fucking full after because well, i find good sauce half the box is good a whole box you're getting into questionable territory there my mom made good sauce i mean hey your mom made good sauce your mom made good sauce you know what i mean but i mean if you have the, you know, a whole box of jb powder there i don't know you're gonna be like uh, Correct, whoa, whoa, whoa. If I'm wrong don't you make a good sauce? I have it from good sources. You make a good sauce. Yeah, I, I make a good sauce. Um, I have a the Andy Dorothy Reed sauce. I have a uh, um, um, a, uh, a secret spaghetti recipe that I've been making for a while since my youth. Um, some people may know it. Some may not. Um. Some people may have been a fan of it. Some may not. Uh, well, everyone is. 
um, because it's good. Um, but yeah, it's a good sauce. It's a it's a secret spaghetti recipe that I acquired uh, in my youth um, that I continue to this day. Whip it out for special occasions for special people. I would like you to make that for me sometime if that's okay with you. Uh, well, I don't know. I'll have to think about it. So. You're down in a week, aren't you? You can crash here. Don't have to pay rent. Just make me your sauce. Oh, I'll even supply the ingredients. Oh, well, if you supply the ingredients, then that's easy. I just, I'm not going to pay you for your uh, labor, but you can sleep. So Where would go. I even sleep there? You... I can do laundry in my sheets. You can sleep here. I would love to sleep downstairs. It's so nice and cold. I have a fan up here if you need it. I hate sleeping um, with the fan on. Okay, well then you can sleep in my bed. It's a comfy bed. Isn't it cold? Like it's cold outside. Like it's like minus two. Yeah, but on the second floor, and I always keep my door closed because I'm up to no good in my room. Oh, so you must sweat in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I do sweat in here. I sweat everywhere. <laughs> I'm a friggin' I'm a sweatshop on uh, wheels. You're, yeah, I can see that your sheets aren't. They don't look okay. Too, the the bed's look, made. Well, you don't have to lie. The bed is made. That's your top sheet. That the comforter, the duvet. You have a purple duvet cover. Yeah, purple and silver. Those are my colors. What does that mean? So just the colors I chose for to sleep in. Are those your favorite colors? No, they're just the colors I chose to sleep in. What's your favorite color? You wouldn't handle. You can't handle my favorite color. Okay, then what's your second favorite color? Whoa! My favorite color is so elementary. Oh my god, it's my blue. God. What? I know it's so primary. Wait, get this. Mine too. No shot. Yeah, shot. As my not a bad color. Blue is my favorite color so much so that. When I finally bought a new pair of shorts, I realized I'd bought the exact same ones I already owned. Because when I saw the blue ones on the website, I went, wow, those look really nice. And then realized I already own those shorts. So now I have two of the same shorts. That's kind of like when I was saying I was listening to the podcast. And then I would hope, you know, this, I would hope I could say something that I'm like, oh, this would be funny. And then you would say something funny. That's exactly what that is. It's just like us like, wow, this is fantastic. And they're like, oh, yeah, that already happened. Great. Good. <laughs> It's great. We just had it. We just had that moment live. You got we, to. We did. You got to live in the good old days while you were living in them, which is the best feeling in the world. Yeah. is knowing that you're in the good old days and you are currently experiencing it. I remember taking art class in grade eight slash nine. Those were the last years I ever took it, mm -hmm. and I recall learning about color as one would probably in an art class. And they talked about how when you see red, you think passion, you think hot, you think intense, you think oh, reactive. Right. When you see colors of more like blue, you think more like calming and soothing, like a beach or the sky. And I think I've always kind of had that calm demeanor about me. And I think that's why I more, um, you know, go in the direction of blue because I'm just, I like to think that I'm kind of like a cooler, calmer, collective person. I'm just a really cool guy. You've seen this leather jacket? I'm a cool yeah, guy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, green kind of makes you like see like you know nature also similar kind of yeah and i always like to be cool so I, I, th that's why i enjoy blue i like the color of it Bl blue of blue okay that that's also a good reason to like the color blue mm -hmm. yeah 
you don't have to have uh, a history behind why you like it. That that's fine. Yeah. Um, I like some dark greens. Okay. Dark greens mixed with dark blue is always nice. Some forest greens. Oh, you're talking about nice. I'm actually so I'm actually jealous because uh, scientifically women can perceive color better than men oh. because of like the way their eyes are. Uh, it just they are able to observe color better. Yeah. So that's why when they say eggshell like right. white, I'm not even kidding. To me, it's white. It's not because I need a prescription. It's like I can't see the difference. Yeah, and I'm I'm truly jealous because I think women see the world so much brighter, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's cool, and I like that. I want to see. And I'm world. happy. Yeah, I've definitely had arguments with someone over what color something is. If it's like and kind of borderline, if they are a girl, you're probably wrong. Yeah, so I guess I was Sorry. this whole time. Yeah, shit, mm-hmm. that's cool. I didn't know. Didn't know that. So that's kind of probably why they always think we have like bad taste and stuff yeah it's not our fault we just not our fault yeah hello how how can we see when we are blind how can we see when we are blind is that from the bible when you are blind i don't know where it's from i just know i repeat it like verbatim like twice a week like shrek yeah i think shrek said it best yeah (laughs) (laughs) donkey how can you see when you're blind Mm -hmm. shrek said that in shrek 17 yeah. yeah i don't know about this shrek thing you know like these grown adults who still talk about shrek it's like eh, it's time to move on time to get over it time to uh Ooh. just get get over it grow up what should these adults be talking about i don't know i mean come on move on <laughs> that's it i don't have a solution for you but just move the hell just, on. just move on uh, keep walking i am i don't care about shrek funny when i was a kid I don't care now. Move on. Get over it. <laughs> Stop holding on to something you don't have there. It's over. It's done with. It's Shrek. You don't need it. Shrek doesn't love you. You don't love Shrek. I, I don't care. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Just <laughs> yeah. <get moving. laughs> yeah. Just, just get moving. <laughs> just, on with you. Just get moving. Get, this, get gone. Get this Shrek out of here. Get oh lord, you uh, Eddie Murphy, yeah, and mm-hmm. wh- who's the other one? Um, who's who is Shrek? Mike Myers, Mike Myers, that's good, that's a good combo that you don't expect, right? That's true. I never thought about that though. I do like, I, I appreciate that, right? Yeah, just like I want to see them do something again, yeah, oh, true, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen either one of them do something in a while. I think Eddie Murphy did something where he's like new to America and I feel like it's supposed to be a comedy, but I feel like that also has its sad moments. Cause you know, um, cause like the character he portrays is like a black African American and he doesn't really understand English that well. So I feel like there's some like aspects of that that won't work out well, but then at, at the end of the day, it's a comedy. So I feel like that's also good. Cause Eddie Murphy's hilarious. Um, and I just haven't seen, uh, Eddie, the other guy, what? Austin Powers? Yeah. What's his, name? What, what's his name? I guess really when you think about it, he did Wayne's World, right? And then he, like, Austin Powers and Shrek and probably just cashed out. And that's why he made such bullshit, shitty movies like Love Guru. Yeah, Love Guru was so bad. Right? He liked the uh, Quebec pizza, the pop there with the kitchen. 
Yeah. See, like he just cashed out. He made all he made hella dough from Austin Powers and he made hella dough from fucking Shrek. And then he just cashed out and was like, eh, what do I gotta do? I'm gonna do anything. Honestly, good for him though. Yeah. But at the same time, like, what? (laughs) We want more. It's like Vin Diesel. Like Vin Diesel's like, eh. I did Triple X and I did Fast and Furious. Eh." No, he's done all the Fast and Furious. Yeah, and he's cashing out. He's not doing anything else. He doesn't need to. It's like the the girl from it's like the girl from Grey's Anatomy. She's been on Grey's Anatomy since the start. Yeah, for like six season nineteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen seasons. Mm-hmm. She doesn't do anything else. She just does that. She's like, yeah, cashing out, making that moolah, like, baby. Like Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld cashed out. Did B movie because he was like, I don't know why. Why not? Let me try to get back into it. And cashed out. Just sold to Netflix over a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Already worth a billion dollars to start. Insane. Because it, it, it's very rare that someone uh, from the entertainment business like him is still relevant today mm-hmm. and like yeah. making that kind of money. I feel like many people like like we're talking about Eddie Murphy and uh, Mike Myers, like we don't see them in as much. But like here's Jerry Seinfeld still crushing it. Like, yeah. And hasn't done anything different. Just yeah. cashing out in the same thing. like. It's it's insane. Name me someone else from like the 1990s or 80s that's doing it really well today. Uh, Dave Chappelle just got back into it, and now there's a controversy about what he was saying. All right, online, you know, so it's it's hard to to get back into it, to break it. Yeah, but Jerry Seinfeld didn't actually get into anything. He just sold a show that's, that he did 20 years ago. Well, yeah, that's 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah, but like for that much money, which means it's worth something, which means it's good, right? That, right. That's that's what I'm trying to say. You you called me today and you were listening to Seinfeld. Yeah, I was. Uh, there you go. It's relevant to this day. George was up to sh- some shenanigans. Oh, they were talking about the moves. They were talking about Putting stop short. Yeah. Yeah, stopping short. Kramer stopped short on his cell. <laughs> and that was uh, George's dad's move. Mm-hmm. You stop short or you stop the car and you put your hand on the person's chest. Such. <laughs> Think about that. That's a terrible. That's a terrible move now. <laughs> but that's his move. That's awful. In like the 1930s. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you do it now for safe. Like that's what you did back in the day when um, cars didn't have seatbelts or you didn't wear seatbelts. Oh, you do that for your kids. I didn't know. And then that. scumbags or you know like cool guys with their leather jackets did it to girls intentionally to cop a feel, I guess, to stop short and make their move. You know. That makes sense. I didn't think of it like that. The the back the history of the move. <laughs> well, yeah, and then you know, someone steals Jerry's move, and then mm-hmm. it's Elaine's new boyfriend, and Jerry tells Elaine's boyfriend he can't use the move anymore. Mm-hmm. So then, Jer- Elaine's boyfriend tries to figure out new moves, and then he tries one on her, and George's like, "That's my move," and she's like, mm, "I could tell, not good." <laughs> what a wonderful show! Yeah. Wonderful show. You're wonderful. I'm wonderful. We're all wonderful. How do you feel? You feel good? I feel great. Got a whole night ahead of me. Yeah. Yeah. And this was a good way to just grease the wheels a little bit, you know? Yeah. Get the uh, old lubricant uh, pumping, flowing. Mm-hmm. The, um, the conversational lubricant. Ever, everyone needs a little good conversational lubricant, you know? Instead of talking about TV shows or alcohol. Let's find some new conversational lubricant. Do a podcast before you go out to party. Do a podcast before you go out to the next sporting event. Helps you get there, you know? Yeah, it uh, warms you up. Yeah. 
Gets you, you get <laughs> gets you flowing. This is the worst of me. I'm all, I only get better after this. Yeah, it's good to get all the bad ideas out first, I guess, and the bad and recorded. Yeah, and recorded, and then just yeah. kind of learn from your actions and go from there. So <laughs> pretty important. How uh, how are you feeling, guy? Good. That was good. That was. Uh, it's good to uh, you know getting the juice flowing for uh, for everyone uh, involved and the lubricants pumping and juicing and. Juicing. Would you say we have good chemistry? Uh, I guess I uh, failed chemistry probably in grade nine. So, oh, okay. Well, I shouldn't be. No, we do. I didn't fail grade nine chemistry, but I definitely was bad in science. So, yeah. Well, not bad. That was a good podcast. That was episode. This is was episode five, six or five. Six oh. Uh, so thanks for listening to episode six um, of the podcast, season two. And uh, we'll be back for episode seven. You have any final sign off words for the viewers at home uh, with your t shirt and your necklace? Like yeah. To say? Yeah. Instead of uh, when you. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for thanks for listening. <laughs>